Red Faces, Belly Laughs and Awkward Moments. Is that the title? Yes. Is that what you want to go on LinkedIn? It says it says word title. <laughs> That's really funny. So the title is this. Oh, is that the title? No. Shut up. <laughs> so. All right. All right. Calm down now. Calm down now. Let's get to the recording. Sorry. Okay. Should we start? Yeah, all right. Okay. Since the lockdown, we've seen and heard such terrible things that I thought it was about time we had a few laughs. I mean, when you think about it, all of us are plonkers at one time or another. So it's probably about time that we started admitting that we're five-star, gold-plated idiots every now and again. What about you, Henry? Absolutely. I'm famous amongst family and friends for the daft things that I do. And I have two stories to tell. OK, go on then. What's the first one? Well, the first one takes place last summer. I was running for the train at St Pancras Station. I was wearing one of those beautiful blue and white floaty summer dresses, really proud of it. It was quite new. And uh, I was also wearing a rucksack stuck on my back. And I saw that the train was about to leave and I was running a bit late. So I started tanking up the concourse, running as fast as I possibly could, wearing this very, very heavy rucksack. And I noticed people staring at me and I thought, God, I'm really good at running. Even at my age, I can get this train. So I hair along the platform, shove my ticket in the barrier, get through and jump on the train. And people are clapping. And I'm like, still got it. I've still got it. I'm really, really fit and healthy. And a guy leaned over to me and he said, all the way down the platform as you were running, your dress was riding up and it was stuck into your rucksack and you were showing your knickers and they're kind of big and blue, aren't they? So that was my claim to fame, that I ran up St Pancras Station and onto a platform showing my big blue pants. And it wasn't even nice knickers, it was just big blue pants. OK, well, yeah, so that might be a little bit embarrassing, I suppose. It was very embarrassing. But look, that's not, I suspect that's not the first time that someone's shown their knickers in public. Have you got a story where nobody else has done what you've done? I have. I've got a story that's completely unique to me. So I want you to picture uh, Christmas. Christmas a couple of years ago. Let's say that I had had a very good Christmas day. And I come down the next morning, Boxing Day, and I decide that I will make a cup of tea. And most of us have got our favourite mugs. So I get a couple of favourite mugs um, out of the washing bowl because they haven't been washed up from the day before. And I think, right, I'll wash them up. So I pick up my favourite mug and I pick up a scourer and I start cleaning the mug, just swilling it out with water. And suddenly the scourer squawks and squeaks. Squawks. Makes a noise. Squawks and squeaks, yeah. And it comes alive and it spreads its wings. And it turns out that I have been washing up with a bat. With a bat. With a pipistrelle bat. So there's this tiny little bat, which is obviously flown indoors. And because I'm so short-sighted without my glasses on, I just picked up the bat, thought it was the scourer, and started cleaning up a mug. Well, with you, a... But it's completely different. It, no, well, I guess that when you're very tired and a little bit hungover, you don't notice that. Oh, it feels I see. Different. So it was the effect of the alcohol. It might well have been. And also it was a very little square little thing and... Before it opened its wings, it was completely like a scourer. Yeah, OK. Fair but enough. I ended up washing up with a bat. And did it get it clean? Did the cup come out clean? <laughs> it was very wet and rather unhappy. No, I mean the mug. Was the mug clean? Did, did the bat do a good job as a scourer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. It's very, very clean. Excellent, excellent. Right, so um, that brings us to... Well, we've got three stories for today, haven't we? So the we have, third yes. one is going to be something that happened to you and I last week. So go on, share that one. OK, so last week we went for our usual evening constitutional, 
We go for a two mile walk every day because we're very lucky that we live deep in the countryside in rural Kent. And we walk around our property and then down the lane to the bottom of the hill. And then we turn around and come back and that's a couple of miles. So we got down the bottom of the hill and we saw these beautiful little baby lambs that had just been born and it was rather beautiful and sunny and warm. And we sort of cuddled up to each other watching the lambs. And you grabbed me and gave me a kiss and it was rather wonderful until we heard giggles behind us. And out of nowhere was a young mum and her toddler who'd come for a walk. I mean, where the hell did they come from? And they're literally laughing their heads off at us. We thought we were being really romantic. They just thought it was funny. So then we try and pretend we're not kissing and start trying to do a two metres distance and walk up the hill where these ch this child and this mother are just falling about. So that was a bit embarrassing too. So they knew that we hadn't spotted them and they'd caught us out the corner of their eye. and Yeah, they caught that. us kissing. Oh. Well, that's certainly unique for these times, I guess. I guess it is. And I guess the greatest gift that you can give yourself during the virus lockdown is laughter. It's sweeter still and even more life-affirming if you can laugh at yourself. So, I don't know, look in the mirror and notice how good it feels when you smile. Laughter lines around the eyes are there for a reason, to show that you know how to have a good time. So come on then, bring out those terribly embarrassing stories and share them with us all, because right now we could all do with a laugh. Absolutely, Henry. Thanks a lot. Thank you. <laughs>